everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another season review for TV. Uh, this one's going to be for season one of Netflix's The Umbrella Academy, uh, adapted from the comic book, uh, the superhero comic book. Uh, so I'm going to do spoiler-free like impressions and is it good, is it bad, that sort of thing. Uh, and then I'll go into the usual break and then I'll do uh, spoilers afterwards. But I will warn you when I go to do spoilers. Because um, I always want to, with, with like season reviews and... Uh, like film reviews I always want to have the bit at the start of like is it good is it bad and why basically um even it doesn't matter which film or tv show I really do that with because that always kind of applies uh in in that case as well uh so I like this I thought it was really really good um after coming away from it and like spending a a day is essentially apart from it because it's been about a day since I've uh Actually, it's been two days because I finished it on Sunday. And it's now Tuesday. Um, so after it being a couple of days between me finishing it and thinking about it a little bit, and uh, and then coming to do the podcast, um, I actually like after after sort of absorbing absorbing sorry, um, all of the all of the things that happen because there's a lot of events, a lot of stuff that happens. There's a lot of things that happen to the characters, and it took a bit of time. For me to sort of sit back and be like, okay, remember when this happened and this happened and this happened, and then as a collective, like, was it good or was it bad? Um, and uh, yeah, I, I did quite like it a lot. I thought it did a, a really good job with everything that it tried to do. Um, I I kind of once I once I initially finished the show, so after I finished it and like a, a, a couple of hours later, I sort of thought about Legion because Legion is similar to this show in certain ways. Um, with like style and the like effects that it tries to do and that sort of thing. I think that this is a better Legion. Um, I I saw season one of Legion and was impressed. But I could definitely point out some flaws that the show had. Um, and some things that I just simply didn't like. Or things that got a bit too convoluted. Uh, and it's difficult sometimes when you're going for something as ambitious as, as this. In terms of its story. Um, and the just the things that the characters go through, like the, the character arcs and stuff, when you go for something so ambitious and you introduce, especially in any show when you introduce time travel, um, now in something like The Flash, sim- uh, time travel is a bit more simpler than what it is in this and in Legion, I would say. Uh, sure, things still get a bit complicated and a, a bit sort of uh, weird and things change and you have to get used to it and, and that sort of thing. But I think The Flash is a lot more simpler than that. Uh, well, simpler than, than this in Legion. Um, but I think that this did time travel... It explained it a lot better. Uh, the, their time travel stuff and what they were doing. Uh, especially with, um, like, Number 5's journey in the show. I thought that that was particularly uh, compelling and interesting. Um, I'll, go, I'll go into the characters in a little bit. And like basically tell you my my favorite characters and the, and the least favorites and all that kind of stuff. Um, but no, I just feel like the the simpler kind of plot in terms of okay, what what's happening here and all that sort of stuff was just done a lot simpler than some other shows. But it still had just that bit of ambition where you you weren't like clicking with every single thing straight away because there's not a great time travel show if you click with everything straight away and you know exactly what's going on 
So I think for the show to try this ambitious story but just simplify certain things and not try to f- throw there's so many wild different things at the screen which is where I <clears throat> which is where I think Legion sort of fell apart a little bit. Um and I heard that season 2 was was a bit worse and season 3 is actually going to be the show's last season. Um I enjoyed this a lot lot more than the Legion. Um, I thought the characters were more interesting. I thought that the family dynamic had a little bit of mystery and a bit of obviously history there as well, which they showed you in certain flashback scenes. Um, I found that to be very compelling and interesting. Um, and even like these smaller relationships, like between certain different brothers and sisters in the in the show, I found to be very very interesting as well. So uh, would I recommend Umbrella Academy? Absolutely. Um, obviously, this isn't a uh, Marvel DC property, so there's no there's no prior connections there. Although you can watch Legion on its own, I'm I'm pretty sure as well. Uh, it's one of the slightly more disconnected superhero shows, like a Gifted and and those sorts of things. Like they're tied into X Men in certain ways, in quotes, but they you, you can watch those sorts of things on your own or on their own rather. Um, so yeah, I, I'd recommend the Umbrella Academy, and I, I thought it was very very good. Uh, I'm really excited for the second season, and because um, it hasn't been renewed just yet, but I'm I'm sure it will be. I don't think Netflix would pick up a big property like this. It's not something that's like massive mainstream, but it is it, ha- it is one of them shows that's got its fan base behind it, and uh, it certainly has its fans. And I think that. Doing an adaption on a big platform like Netflix is only going to get it more the more attention that it quite frankly deserves because this show deserves to be watched and and uh, to to succeed and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, I'd recommend it. I think I thought it was great and uh, yeah, I, I can't. I don't think I I can talk too much more about other stuff um, without spoiling things. The last thing I'll do spoiler free is go through. I'll go through the characters more in depth when I get to the spoiler stuff, but I'll basically just talk about which ones I did did and didn't like. Uh, so Ellen Page's Vanya, I liked her. I thought that she had one of the more interesting arcs. She's one of the she's one of what I would consider the three main characters. <clears throat> the other two, I would say, is Klaus, who's played by uh, Robert Sheenan, um, who is from uh, Misfits. He was one of the original cast members of that. He was in something else as well, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I can't remember what the other thing was. <clears throat> but he was in something else as well. And ov- obviously number five is like the massive um, thing that sort of is the reason for the plot to be there. There's a reason for the story to be there, which is, you know, this dad and him uh, getting all these these children and stuff. Um, but the whole, like, time travel story is basically all to do with number five and that. Uh, so I thought those were sort of the main three characters. Um, Alison, who's played by, uh, Emmy Raver-Lampman. Um, I actually thought that she was the least interesting character. Just because, I don't know, until, like, the last three episodes or the last two episodes, she didn't have that much of a plot. She had, um... Or was it Luther? She's the, she's the one who I alluded to earlier, who had like kind of a special relationship with Luther. They always kind of looked out for each other and stuff. Um, so that was pretty good. Uh, Diego again, he was a bit choir. He's played by uh, David uh, Castande. Um, and with De- Diego, I don't feel like you saw enough of his like knife combat when they when they started to show that a little bit. And uh, sort of get into that and everything. I I thought that that would have more to it. And be more interesting. 
Um, but maybe that's where you could do stuff in the second season. Um, but it's cool to see Ellen Page again. I can't think of the last thing. I can think of, of the last two things I saw her in. But it's been a while. Um, at the moment I'm actually going to start playing um, Beyond Two Souls. Which she plays the lead uh, character in. Uh, that's the PS4 exclusive from uh, Quantic Dreams. Uh, or Quantic Dream. I can't remember which one it is. Um, she's the lead character in that. And I'm, I'm actually happened to be uh, starting that today. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. She did Juno. And she did... Didn't she play someone in one of the X-Men films? I can't remember if it's this new trilogy. Or the one with... Uh, with uh, Patrick and everybody. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman. That, that one. I can't remember if it was that the... I was going to say original trilogy. Or the, or the new trilogy. But that sounds a bit too like a Star Wars term. Um, I can't remember if she played someone in the newer trilogy or the older one, but I'm sure she was in X-Men in some way. I'm pretty sure I, I saw her in there. Um, but yeah, those are sort of the main characters, and then you have Hazel and Cha-Cha. I thought they were actually quite entertaining to watch, and, uh, you know, they're the people that are going after the, after the, uh, the kids and stuff, or mainly after number five because of what happens there, so... I thought they were pretty interesting and I liked how that plot kind of developed or that story arc developed with those characters. But the most interesting to me, uh, well, it, it's hard not to have number five as the most interesting, but I actually did quite like Vanya's arc. Um, plus I just did like seeing Ellen Page again because I haven't seen her in so long. Some of these other people I don't think I've really seen before. Um, obviously Robert, I've seen him before, Robert Sheen in, in, uh, in Misfits and that's been a long, long time. Um... But yeah, Ellen and, and Robert I haven't seen for a while. Mary J, is it Blige? She's supposed to be in the new Scream reboot, which is season three. But nobody knows where that is. So we'll, we, we, will, we will see if, I guess, anybody pops up in that show. Because it depends if the show actually ever airs anywhere. Um, but uh, no, I think the most disappointing character I found, found to be Allison and maybe Diego. Luther was kind of interesting... Um, but the main three to me were, were Klaus, number five, and, uh, and Vanya. So I thought that was good as well. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my rough thoughts on the characters. I'll go more in depth in, in some of their plots and things that happen. Because there's obviously a lot of stuff that happens in the show. But that's all the spoiler free, that's all the spoiler free talk I think I've got for, for, for all of you. So, uh, yeah, let's take a break and do a bit of housekeeping. I'll let you know what else we're doing on Entertainment Talk. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today today's second sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to kualu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner so get started with a new website and domain name today with kualu Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. 
And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk. And to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, The Walking Dead is still continuing for its ninth season. We've had the 11th episode, but me and David are doing the podcast tomorrow, because it will be Wednesday tomorrow, so we'll be doing that then, of course. Uh, what else have we got? True Detective wrapped up this week for the third season. I discussed also the potential news out there uh, for a potential fourth season, what they could do with that. There's been some ideas that Nick Pizzolatto, the uh, show's um, producer, has uh, talked about. So I uh, talked about those ideas as well. But that's True Detective for Season 3. So Season 3, Episode 8, there's 8 episodes for the season. Uh, What you can do is watch Season 1. Don't worry about Season 2. It's pretty bad. I mean, watch it if you want to. But I'm warning you that it's pretty bad. And that's the general consensus as well. Uh, but see, And then watch Season 3. And there is a... I won't spoil anything, obviously. But there's a small connection between the two. Nothing that, like... Hey, you must watch season one in order to understand season three. It's, it's none of that sort of stuff. It's just uh, a small connection that they made, which I thought was quite good. Uh, what else is there? Video games. Um, I did a podcast earlier this week, which I recorded back in January at some point. Um, but it's basically uh, discussing single-player video games and how they're very, very far from dead. Because there's a lot of them still to come out. And they've had very recent success. And sort of comparing single player games to games of service and things like Fortnite and PUBG and Anthem and Division and all those sorts of, uh, not loot box, but loot based games, uh, that, those sorts of things, those those types of games. I sort of compared them, compared those and uh, talked about uh, single player video games and how they're very, very far from dead. So that was quite fun as well. Uh, last week we had a big uh, podcast as well. Um, we did episode 154, Random Gaming Talk. That's our main video games podcast. Because I like to do little discussion pieces here and there. For various different things, really. For films, TV, and video games. Uh, just every now and then I do a discussion piece. But uh, that's our main video games podcast. If you didn't know, it's called Random Gaming Talk. We've had 150 episodes. And last week, me, Robert, and David uh, discussed the, the week's news. What we've been playing. And we also picked out our... Um, our single most anticipated game. So not a top 5. Just the one that sticks out to us. That we uh, are really looking forward to. Uh, and we'd like your feedback as well. Um, for that. Because what, what we want to do on. I suppose this week's podcast. Is uh, take all of your. Single most anticipated games. And uh, discuss those as well. And also discuss the reason that. Uh, it's your most anticipated. Um, but yeah the rule is. The game has to have at least been announced so it can't be Half-Life 3 but it can be something like Cyberpunk which doesn't have a release year but it has been announced and it is in development uh could even be like Metroid Prime 4 the game has been announced it's just restarted development so that's that as well um what else is there the DC shows recently um I did do a podcast for 213 which is season 2 episode 13 for Black Lightning uh, the Flash is back this week and then Arrow is back next week for uh, the UK airings of those shows. So Robert will be joining me for those. Star Trek Discovery is still continuing for its second season. That's had six episodes so far. Uh, so we've still got a, f- a good chunk left of the season. I think there's 14 episodes and uh, we will continue to do that on Fridays. Trials Rising is now out. I don't actually have it at the moment but I did manage to do a first impressions video because of the uh, public beta. It was pretty short but... It was nice and sort of simple to do. So that's my first impressions for that. Uh, So that's out there for you guys to listen to at the moment. 
And uh, that's what we've got going on roughly at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. I am now going to go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the Umbrella Academy's first season, the whole thing, um, and you want to listen to this, you're going to need to watch the first season. It's on Netflix. You can go and watch it all. Netflix is very cheap still. Um, so you can either pause the podcast here and listen to something else that we've done. There's plenty out there for you to listen to more than enough for you to listen to the of stuff that we've done uh, and even articles and videos there's plenty of stuff that we've done that you can listen to so either head over to entertainmenttalk.org or uh, just pause the podcast i mean you'd need to pause the podcast anyway to avoid the spoilers so pause that and either scroll through the rest of the podcast that we have on the podcast platform or click on the home page and check out something else that we've done on entertainmenttalk.org i'm going to go into spoilers so do what you need to do to turn off the podcast. I did warn you earlier. This is your last spoiler warning. I want to give a clear spoiler warning for it. Let's go in to spoilers. Um, so I thought the time travel stuff with number five was, as I said, the most compelling. I thought it was interesting actually as well that the twist that we get with, uh, who is it, Hazel and, and Cha-Cha... Um, to where, like, he doesn't want to do this, he wants to run off with this donut lady, the one that's running the shop. I don't recall hearing her name in the show. Uh, is it Agnes? I think it might be actually be Agnes, because I can see some... I've got the, the cast list up here. Uh, it wasn't Grace. Uh, I think it was, I think it was Agnes. When he runs off with her, um, or decides to do that, and then, like, Cha-Cha doesn't want to give up, and then she literally says, like, okay, if you decide to run off with this, this woman, uh, I'm gonna, like, she turns really vicious towards him, I think, like, or in my opinion, because it's like, I'm gonna kill her in front of you, you're gonna watch, and then I'm gonna kill you, and it's like, okay, you guys have been working together for years, why, like, I I don't know, Uh, it's to do with the whole, you know, the place that they're working for and everything, and, and the rules that I guess have been set, and there's protocols and stuff, and, um, I thought the whole note passing around thing was, was quite interesting, and, uh, a little bit sort of futuristic, which I quite liked as well, so I thought that was good. Um, Alison, am I wrong, or are the only two notable things that happened to Alison is the little tent thing with her and, uh, Luther, uh, which I quite liked the scene in the later episode, I think it's like episode 8 or something, or maybe nine, um, when, like, he's clearly too big for this, like, makeshift tent, and he goes to sit there, and they drink this, like, really old, um, like, drink that they have, and, uh, they both don't like it, and then they knock over the house, and then it's like, hey, we're not kids anymore, it's like, I, I, I quite liked that scene, but I thought the extension of we're not kids, but the only reason we knocked this thing over is because Luther was quite a little bit too big for it, or too big for it rather. Um, I felt like that sort of defeated the characters a bit too much, like emotionally. It just sort of set both of them back, and they both looked like really disappointed. With um, it's a bit like when you, I, I can't think of a particular example, but when you grow out of something, and you're like, okay, I'm now not necessarily an adult, but maybe you're like a, a, a young teenager. And you realise, like, okay, you shouldn't play with toys anymore, but then maybe you can move on to video games and stuff. And then it's kind of that moment, maybe, of, like, okay, you put your toys, like, away in a box, or maybe you display some of them, whatever you want to do, and you have that kind of moment. I felt like that's what that was supposed to be for Luther and Alison, but um, they looked a bit more defeated than what I would kind of have expected. 
Um, so she has that happen to her, and then obviously, um, yeah, she she has that. And then the other thing is when Vanya finally discovers her powers, which even though at the start of the season they're like, oh, she's not one of the special ones, you don't have any powers, but she was having these sort of secret meetings with with Dad. Um, you knew something had to have been there. I think it would be very strange for a comic book writer. Because uh, this is based off the comic books, it is. I, I assume it works the same in the book, um, or the plots at least the same for the book. I f- I would find it very strange if you if you go to do a comic book story, you pick was it seven of these characters, and one of them you just choose not to give a power to. So it was more that thing of like she doesn't think she has, but then you're kind of waiting of like okay, is she gonna do something by accident? And then you have the scene. Um, out in the car park, which I thought was very compelling and and quite interesting, uh, actually done quite well as well. I quite like the the effect of that. Um, but it was interesting for her to sort of go through that arc, and then obviously she be, she gets too powerful in the end and becomes more of a villain. But like when she cuts, did she? So I'm guessing she cut Allison's neck, but not her throat. Because if someone slits your throat, you're dead. There's like not a ton you can do about that, really. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it seemed like m- maybe she didn't cut deep enough or whatever. I mean, she was using powers, so um, she was very, very lucky to, to escape from that. Because I thought Alison was dead in that moment. And um, probably for some comic book readers, and again, this is me just guessing because I read the book. That was probably a case of like, oh, what does the viewer think? Because uh, that to me is like... I'm not trying to compare it event-wise. I'm just I'm just thinking of a, a particular event. It's like when Negan shows up in The Walking Dead. And I'm like, okay, I know who this guy is. I know what he's about. I know what he does. When he first shows up on the screen, you know, at the end of season six. Uh, in Walking Dead, it's like, I, I'm sort of looking... At, as a comic reader, you kind of look at the people who haven't read the books. For their reactions of their kind of first response but first response in a different format because it's not something that they've read in a book it's a case of discovering something through a show and I'm on the other side of that with this show because you know I did I didn't know anything about the show or haven't read the book or anything um so for those kinds of like big moments uh like when Vanya discovers her powers and like when number five is doing the time travel and stuff that's probably quite a big sort of um can't wait to see what the tv only audience thinks of that um so I I can connect with that in some way, but just from the other side of the coin, I suppose, or the other side of the conversation. Um, but yeah, I I thought she was dead from that, and I thought that, that was just gonna be. I thought that could have maybe been used as, and granted, I didn't want her to stay dead. I'm glad she she did survive. Um, but I kind of thought that that could have been, and it still can apply given the way that the season ends. I thought that could have been a way of like. Okay, we should have like treated Vanya better, tried to include her more in the family and that sort of thing, and especially with uh, what's his name, Pogo, him trying to sort of give advice to to everybody and be be almost like the wise old man, be be almost like the he's almost like the um what's that character called from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Is is it Splinter? Um, is it Splinter? The 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 rat that that um is the father to all of them. Because there's the enemy as well. Is he? Called? I can't remember the name of those characters. But he's kind of like that person of the of the family. Like you had the dad and stuff there, but uh, Pogo and the other character, um, I'm sure he's called Splinter. Um, they're kind of the characters like 
when the family is arguing or in the, in the turtles case the brothers when when you have that like family discussion and argument and like what do we do and two of us agree but the others of us um disagree or whatever um they're kind of those characters that like they pop out from a door somewhere and they're like let me give you some advice this is what so and so said um i quite like that so that was kind of cool to tie that into vanya and the whole like she's not really included but she is the family and um especially tying that in as well with just the amount of secrets that pogo had i couldn't believe it um that she he knew about what was it he knew about the father's uh suicide he knew about i'm pretty sure he said he knew about vanya's powers um and just just tons of other stuff and there's a couple of scenes where luther is uh he comes up to him and talk because luther's a bit more the hot-headed one he sort of gets all angry and all that and he is kind of the i use this in the character size terms like the the big brute of the family like the the thing of the family because the thing is the one from the uh fantastic four um sort of like that one of the family that like gets annoyed really easily and well literally kind of stomps around and stuff so um i thought the family dynamic did work quite well with that and you often have like allison and diego they just kind of walk off and then <clears throat> and then klaus is just high or whatever he's doing um so it might be interesting for some people to hear that I thought number five was the most interesting character because clearly Klaus is much more of a steen, uh, scene um, stealer, sorry. And like he comes in and obviously uh, with Robert Sheenan's charisma and all that kind of stuff, he's able to just come in and just have this I don't care attitude, but if you bring up something that's massively critical, I kind of do. Um, and then every, every, those scenes now and again where like. Uh, they can't figure out this world-saving plot, and uh, Klaus is like, "Hey, it's fun while it lasted," sort of thing. Um, I thought that fit well with the character sort of comedy and all that. I thought that worked pretty well. Um, but yeah, in season two, I'd like to see a lot more from Allison and Diego. In fact, I can't remember what Allison's power was because Ellen, not Ellen Page, sorry, Vanya. She's got the music, sound stuff. Luther obviously is very, very big and, and strong on that. Diego's got the knife skills. Alison, I can't remember. Um, Klaus has got the uh, seeing dead people. Uh, number five has got the time travel and the shifting thing. I thought that was really cool, the shifting stuff, especially that scene uh, in the clothes, the clothes, uh, the clothes shop uh, where he's just like teleporting between um, different spaces. I thought that was so cool to see. Um, but yeah, I with her being Alison being so undeserved, I actually can't remember what her power was. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember what it was. So uh, that's that, that kind of clearly tells you to me that they didn't develop that character quite well enough. Apart from you know what happens with her and Vanya and her relationship with uh, Luther. So there's that as well. But uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see a lot more from from Diego and from Alison in uh, in season two. That would be good. Because um, Vanya, obviously, she's got this... Well, she's just done what she's just done. Luther, he had a lot of screen time. Number 5, obviously, had a lot. Number 5 had to have a lot. Um, Aid Aiden Gallagher's character. Because of the fact that the whole... You know, I went to the future and the world ended in 7 days. And all that kind of stuff. So, he had to be included a lot more. So, I'm wondering now that you've... Kind of got past that a bit more. Uh, if you can give more screen time to Alison and Diego... Um, but overall, I thought this was a great season of TV. Um, I, initially, once I'd finished it, I was like, "Oh, okay, that was that was like pretty good." Um, 
but like after thinking about it for a bit and then coming and doing the podcast i uh i realized i i enjoyed it quite a bit so um yeah i mean netflix needs some new superheroes because they just cancelled six of them or five of them i suppose five characters is it six characters uh daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist punisher have i forgotten someone and then there's the, the defenders series so five characters six shows um they just cancelled all those obviously so they're gonna need some more need some more superheroes so we'll see what happens um but no very very good season of tv and i'm gonna give this show a nine point i was thinking 9.5 then i was thinking 9.3 so i'm gonna go with 9.4 because it's in the middle um i just thought that the a couple of things that let me down was the allison and diego stuff and everything else i thought was was quite good um, and I also did find the uh, the Pogo and him knowing a bunch of stuff that's really critical but not revealing that stuff until episodes 7 to 10 roughly was a little bit annoying and the character reactions to that were quite appropriate. So uh, yeah, 9.3 uh, is what I'm going to stick Sorry, 9.4 I said is what I'm going to stick with. And uh, yeah, it's an early contender for top 10 TV of the year. Obviously we're only in February so we have a bunch of stuff still to come out. So we will see what happens. Um, but yes, thank you all very much for listening. If you did stay for this entire podcast, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, you can find all the content that we got on entertainmenttalk.org. You can uh, support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for, for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link if you'd like to shop on Amazon, support us along the way. Uh, you can do that and we'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. So that's using our Amazon affiliate link. iTunes, please rate and review and subscribe to the feeds that you are intending to use. That will help us out as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, that will help us to get listened to by more people, that kind of stuff. Um, tell, just tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, Facebook, please share them on uh, there. Share the posts that we, that we put up. They're all... Uh, allow your the, the friends that you have on Facebook to, to see the post so they can listen as well and they can do the same thing um, put them in different Facebook groups obviously if you're allowed to don't go getting yourself banned or whatever just just ask, ask the admin first or if you're already in a group that you know you can do that in that's fine but uh, ask the admins if you're not sure because uh, I don't want to get you banned from different Facebook groups but please do that if you can as well that will really help us out um, and Twitter, please retweet the uh, the post that we put out as well for the podcast. That will help even more people to to listen to the podcast. Uh, it's been a very, very good month for February. We've only got a couple of days left. And I will probably do a new uh, chat podcast either at the end of the month or at some point in March. Possibly some point in March. We shall see. Uh, video games. Lastly, if you'd like to watch me, Robert or David, play different video games, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels and Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening to my season one review for Netflix's The Umbrella Academy. And I will see you next time. Goodbye.